0: Send, send help! Send help! It. Help! Bang! Bang! In another day, another episode of Send Help the podcast. Send help, send help, semicolon the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Pat, Nick, and Nick with you. Check us on Twitter and IG. Send help, semicolon the pod. Boys, what's happening? You know,
1: just uh, another weekend of. My team losing, my fantasy team's winning, and bets the bets this weekend didn't go great. It was, I, would, I would call it an average weekend. I would call it an average football weekend. The games were awesome. I love football. It's fun to watch it. But, you know, when your team loses in heartbreaking fashion, your fantasy teams win, so it's a little bit – and then your bets are just all over the place. It was
0: okay.
2: I don't know. You know? It was okay. <sighs> Miserable for me. Bad beats all over the place. Jesus.
0: Well, when you don't bet like I do, you just give picks out. There's really – no emotion watching these games. Very stressed, very stress-free. As a Jets fan, yeah. Yeah, As a Jets fan, also, there's there's nothing to really root for. Actually, it's a breaking news uh, with the Jets if we get into a little therapy session between Nick and I because both our teams are now 0-3. So anyway, uh, that's a little teaser for later on in the show. But I guess we could start with the the picks recap. Uh, Not the greatest weekend, but, you know, ebbs and flows of of the season. It's only week three. We have plenty of time to redeem ourselves. So I guess we'll start with the recap. This Touchdown. Yeah, baby. the following is a presentation of send help the podcast uh nick roy and i both had identical records with our nfl picks our six picks we both went three and three average but you know what it was uh it was a tough week like we, like we were talking about yesterday with some of the games the way they played out could have gone either way i mean A break here, a break there. We were all, you know, both within five points or so from either hitting on the spread or hitting on the over, hitting on the under. So, I mean, three and three, we'll we'll take it for now. can only get better, I think. Yeah, I'll
1: I'll start, I guess. Um, I'll start with my first bet, Philly, minus four and a half. What a Mm. shithole of a game. Uh, Philly versus versus Cincinnati was just an awful game. Both teams kind of stink. Uh, I think it's safe to say Philly is terrible, man. They're just not good. Carson Wentz is not good anymore. I don't know what happened. Uh, they played to a, a 23-23 tie. Uh, I don't understand. Philly had a 16-10 lead. Uh, fourth quarter, two. What's his face? Uh, Carson Wentz missed. Miles Sanders wide open down the sideline. Just, like, just a terrible game to watch. Um, so, yeah, I didn't hit that at minus 4.5. I had Tampa Bay minus 5.5. That was, a, that was an easy win. Uh, parlay, not parlay, but put that with the over 42.5 after a 33-point first half. Uh, I lose the over at 42.5 after five mm-hmm. points total in the second half. A safety <laughs> and a field goal. That was insane. So got Tampa Bay minus 5.5 against the Broncos, but lost the over. Um, early slate again, San Francisco minus 3.5. I don't know if there's much to say. I don't know why. Pat, you thought the Giants were going to win. I don't know who thought the Giants were going to win. Everyone was talking about upset alert. That was embarrassing.
0: I knew they were going to win, <clears throat> but covered three and a half. is what I was Yeah,
1: I, I mean, Daniel Jones, once again, two turnovers. Uh, every week, man, has two turnovers. He's had it in 10 of his 16 games he's played. It's, uh, it's gotten to a point where it's pretty embarrassing. Also, Daniel Jones is the leading rusher for the New York Giants. It's not so good. that's not great. Um, So, yeah, I had San Francisco minus three and a half there. That was an easy, easy dub. I had under 49 and a half in Tennessee, Minnesota game. That didn't hit. I don't really want to talk about that game. Um, My life is a joke. Kirk Cousins is a joke. Um, Justin Jefferson's good. I like him. That was fun to watch, Uh, but not for the under. So I lost the under there. And then my Sunday night game, I had the Packers plus three on the road at the Saints. That's a big dub. I don't. I, I, I'm I'm on the train that I think the Saints stink. I think the Saints stink. I don't think they're very good. Um, Drew Brees doesn't look good at all. The Saints defense. Everyone was talking them up early in the year. I don't think they're that good either. Um, I think they they play a play a lot of bend but don't break kind of defense. But you know, when you're playing Aaron Rodgers, have them a lot. yeah, the penalties kill them. But when you're playing Aaron Rodgers, man, like. Ben don't break is not going to cut it. He's he's going to score touchdowns. And But, like, there's a couple different plays where Alan Lazard was just wide open down the field. I don't know what they're who they're covering, who's doing what. But, yeah, the Packers plus three on the road. That was a nice pretty penny for me last night. Um, so, overall, yep, three and three. Uh, we'll take a 500 week because that's not below 500. Uh, but, yeah, definitely got screwed on the over in Tampa Bay. And the Eagles just absolutely what a terrible game to bet on. I wish I didn't bet on it. It was a brutal game. All
0: right, three and three. Solid. Three three. So we'll move on to the next three and three. That is courtesy of, of me. My second 500 weekend of the short young NFL season. Start with the losses. Uh, the Giants. Uh, what can I say? Mm. Just brutal. My God. I. I mean, it was ambitious to begin with, picking them to cover, uh, and they didn't even come close. They didn't even compete. It was just. It was embarrassing. Good talk, I thought that was the say. worst game of the day. That was probably the worst game of the day just because, like, I mean, look what San Francisco had. And by the way, the Niners, I mean, I know the division is, is is stacked, but it just goes to show you what good coaching and good leadership and just a well-run organization can do when they can go into, you know, I mean, no fans went up but travel across the country on the road, play in a stadium on a field that you were complaining about the previous week with a backup quarterback, your third-string running back, your top receivers out, your top tight end goes down, your top pass rusher, defensive player arguably is out, and you could still win by like thirty. I mean, the the Niners, if they get healthy, they're going to obviously be competitive all, all year long. Uh, so that was just uh, an awful loss. I, I definitely was ambitious picking the Giants, and never again, never picking the Giants again. Uh, assuming it's under under four. So goodbye, Giants. Next loss, this one was. I really didn't feel confident about it, like after I picked it, and then I would say Saturday, even Sunday, I was like, you know what, this this seems like a high number. And that was the Chargers home against Carolina. Yes, I know,
1: you know, Carolina lost
0: McCaffrey and hasn't looked good defensively. But what, did we really see enough of Justin Herbert? I know he looked good. The Chargers defense looked good in, in, in Week Two against the Chiefs, but six and a half was a, a big number, and they did not look good offensively at all. Herbert struggled a lot. They really didn't do much in the run game and. They just cannot score enough points. You know, so. I want
1: to argue that Herbert was actually pretty decent yesterday. Uh, Through for 35 30 30, yards. Yeah, th- 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 35 of 49, 330, a touchdown and a pick is not bad for a rookie quarterback. It's not, it's but not, you're not, right. He didn't look good the whole day. Right. He had a stretch where he had 10 straight completions. Like He looked, looked like he knows what he's yeah. doing out there.
0: I think he's better than Tyrod for sure. Um, but the, the, they, they were not explosive enough. Uh, Mike Williams has kind of been – somewhat absent in the past game and like like I said they didn't really have much of a run game I know Eckler's been great out of the backfield but Joshua Kelly's kind of that bruiser and he didn't really do much yesterday so they they're still young and figuring it out I think they'll they'll get better but yeah six and a half was it seemed like a big number to start the day and I'm like hmm I don't know if the, that, that could be that could be tricky so I went two with those picks but then my wins the bucks like you, you and I Nick we that was easy I mean that was Easy, never in doubt. The, the Bucks were always going to go into Denver and, and win, you know, with, with ease. So that was an easy win. And then the, the 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 second win for me, the Bills and Rams. My God, I mean, we'll get into that more with the actual week three recap. But what a game! I mean, the, the Bills. First of all, I, I thought the game was over, like at halftime. I mean, it was twenty three to one point. Bills were firing all cylinders. The defense looked great. Uh, Josh Allen is is a freak right now and then all of a sudden rams just start clawing back and then they take the lead almost completed what it would have been i think tied for the third biggest comeback in NFL history and i mean the, the finish there again we'll talk about that more but what what a game but got the cover two and a half for buffalo at home so impressive impressive win and then the over-unders raiders pats i took the over that one hits although the raiders did not do anything to contribute to that hit because it was all new england uh, both offensively and defensively. So forty-seven and a half took the got the win there and that over, and then my under, I took Packers Saints under forty fifty-two and a half. Mm. It was well over, um, but a good game. I'm, I bet not, the over
1: in that game on purpose <laughs> because you bet the under. I was like, there's no way. I I
0: look, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I even though it was a high-scoring game, the Saints' offense does not look great. Kamara's no. an absolute Arrigan. like. He he's, is the offense. He, he, Kamara is the, the well offense. offense. He's, a, he's a guy he can't out.
1: throw downfield. Drew Brees can't throw downfield, especially no. with no Mike either.
0: He even with even with Mike, he still can't throw downfield. Yeah. And that's why Kamara had 13 catches and has 22 over the last two weeks without Michael Thomas in the lineup. So uh, that that is their only offense. Alvin Kamara. He didn't even run the ball that much. I think he had like eight carries yesterday, or whatever it was, or six. Six like, carries. Six, six carries. And his long carries.
1: was 49, so he, right. other than that, he had five carries for nine yards.
0: I mean, the, the Saints, I, I picked so, them to win the Super Bowl. I, I need to retract that pick, I think, because it, can't retract. they're – I know I can't retract, but they might not even make the playoffs because the NFC West is stacked, and yeah. uh, the Bears are 3-0 somehow.
1: You know, I, Saints That'll come back down to earth. Come on, let's get real.
0: Not gonna. Y- you hope so. You hope so. But anyway, so. that was uh, that was a loss with the under. So, yeah, 3-3 three and three with their average weekend. But I'll take it.
1: And Now we move on to the on fuego man who I, I don't think he's on fuego anymore. Nick someone, Rosa. Put, someone put
2: the, the human fire torch out. Is, The human torch is gone. He was extinguished. extinguished. I don't give a shit. But a couple tough, tough losses. <sighs> Just going to get into them. Chargers minus six and a half. At home, wasn't great. Looked much better prior to the game. Horrible. Tennessee, minus three. Mm -hmm. Steven Goskowski nailing a field goal to give them a one-point lead. It's not enough, to say the least, as Minnesota still ends up losing, though. Uh, Arizona, minus five and a half. I'm not even, this is the most surprising one to me because I don't understand how Detroit stayed in the game. And how low scoring it was, considering the over under was at like fifty five. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost ten points off. That's Kyler uh, had three points off. So yeah, Kyler,
0: yeah. as good as he is, needs to improve. Yeah, so. yet yeah, he
2: still put up like twenty three points against me in fantasy. So thanks, right. Kyler Murray. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> you won't. Then uh, we'll go. I'm gonna jump to an over uh, under under forty eight and a half. Atlanta versus Chicago. Another mm. tough one because. Nick Foles just absolutely comes in and and does what he does and screws everybody. Uh, unless you had the unless you had the Bears, then otherwise you were in a good spirits, witching hour. But um, then we go over to the Rams plus two. Uh, I had no doubt that they would at least make it a close game, even being down twenty eight three. I really wasn't worried because I know what that offense is capable of. And, obviously, they take the lead back. And Josh Allen just, you know, sh- shits the bed for most Rams betters. Uh, the numbers were just not there. It was horrible. The line was a plus. I had the plus two. It was a horrible line because just never at any point was close enough to impact the game. Um, and then we'll go to the one win of the week, which was over 47 for that game. Um uh, Never a doubt, even uh, <laughs> never yeah, a doubt. Never a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we lead the le- week at one and five. Not the best performance. Definitely not my worst. But uh, really, it's close to the next worst. Week.
0: It's, uh, it's hard to be. Oh, it's it's up there, but it's not. It's the your worst.
2: worst on the show, but it's worst definitely... on the show for sure.
0: Yeah, I would, I would just say else. the
2: worst in my life. Yeah, he's oh, I've, had, else. I've had worse luck in
1: my life. Yeah, but by not winning a single game. At least you won one. You got to give yourself the one win. Yeah, it to win. It have been me, week one, 0-4. That was tough. That's <laughs> that tough. tough. you don't tough win one. any, it's tough.
0: It's tough little to swallow.
1: Yeah, um, towards the end
2: of the day, I was looking, and I'm like, all right, so I lost that game, I lost that game, I lost that game. I'm like, wait a second. Did I have, like, two horrible beats because Josh Allen fucked me, and then the Titans couldn't cover three? I was like, fuck. All right, cool. You did.
1: That's exactly what happened. I think I texted Pat. I'm like, "Is Nick gonna go one and five? And he was and like, the PI
2: call too, which I didn't even get yeah, to see. Yeah, so I, that's what that I want to get annoying. into.
1: I wanted to get into the NFL Week Three recap, and I want to start with the Bills and the uh, and the Rams game because that PI call at the end of the game for the Bills to cover was an absurd the Bills to win pass interference we had a cover and win but like that was just an absurd pass interference call that was not pass interference he was running an in route he ran an eight yard in and and Josh Allen threw it to the left behind him uncatchable ball and they called pass interference probably the worst call I've seen all year but I guess it makes sense Pat uh with that what was that that pick that they gave to the Rams that was caught by the offense and they usually the tie always goes to the offense and they gave it to the Rams so, I guess it evened out, but, I mean, to make that call at the end of the game there, it just seemed like a huge bailout flag. I don't know what you guys thought, but it was just kind of brutal.
0: Yeah, it did. And it kind of felt like, uh, I mean, this is probably maybe a bad analogy here, but um, somewhat of a, uh, a return call, if you will, for a yeah. <laughs> playoff game against the Saints a couple of years ago. I mean, obviously, that's not really the case, but that's kind of what it felt like. You know, the Rams were finally on the, on the bad end of a – a PI late in a game, which ultimately decided the game. That's kind of what I was thinking of, like, all right, you know what? This is like everyone's complaining about, still complaining about the Saints game from a couple years ago and now the Rams are on the wrong end of it. Uh, but I, I give Josh Allen the Bills a lot of credit because, yes, the, the PI obviously extended the game and led to the game-winning touchdown, but he still led them down the field they completed what a, well, I think it was a third and 22 to Beasley earlier in the drive, which uh, was
1: like six Rams around him. I don't right. Know what right.
0: I have no idea how he completed that. And then even the third down prior to that fourth down with the, the PI call, it was like third and 25 and they still got, I think it was like 18, 19 yards just to even get it close. So uh, Josh Allen still got them in position to even, you know, possibly go for the end zone and, and get that call. Uh, so, a, a back-and-forth game. Well, not really back-and-forth, but a really good competitive game. Uh, obviously, you hate to see that call, but still, uh, really, you know, you can't say that n- neither of the teams deserve to win. Uh, that that one could have gone out of the way.
1: Yeah, I agree. Nick, what did, you, did you have a thought on it? I know you didn't really probably get to watch it because uh, you're out right here.
2: Yeah, I caught the bat. I, I watched uh, the first three quarters, and then I had to leave – which obviously changed the mojo of that game because I had to leave. <laughs>
0: that's that's um, why you had to leave.
2: That's why, that's why Josh Allen – it was literally during the Josh Allen drive. So, I, it was like three minutes left in the game, and, and it was 3.50, and my, the dinner I had to go to started at 4. Um, so, I missed that. And I knew it was the worst timing ever for that dinner. But, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I was happy with the Cooper Cup performance for fantasy reasons, but – and uh, it was just a. It was. I knew I, – I, I had – Like I said earlier, I had this feeling that the game was going to be closer than that. With the spread being that close, it rarely ends up in a blowout. And I know the Bills are a very tough team to play in Buffalo, but um, they did show a lot. And uh, the Rams showed a lot, too, because uh, that offense is still very lethal. And I think they're going to be able to compete in that division still, despite now being two and one.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Next game, I want to get to another NFC West game. Uh, Cowboys-Seahawks, probably the best game of the day, in my opinion. Uh, 4-25. That game took forever, by the way. It didn't end until 8-10, which was right before the the Sunday night kickoff. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. It just took forever, dude, that game. But that game had almost everything you could ever want in a game. I mean, it had a ton of scoring. It was a little bit of back and forth, you know, especially at the end with the Cowboys taking the lead with under four to go. It had the DK Metcalf absolutely folding after catching a 60-yard touchdown and just trying to jog into the end zone. Got it punched out by Trayvon Diggs for a touchback. That was insane to me. Um, but, yeah, like once again, my guy Weekend Warrior last week, I don't know how I might not pick him again this week, Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, we said I, I argued that I think earlier in the summer that he was – I kind of think of him as the best quarterback. I know Mahomes. We all know Mahomes is great. We know Lamar's great. But, like, what Russ does week in and week out, I mean, we've seen it this year. He set the record for touchdown passes in the, in the first three games. I mean, yesterday it was 27 to 40, 315, five touchdowns and no picks. I mean, Jesus Christ. And then they win again, another close game for Seattle. I mean, I think they're going to win that NFC West. I know it's early, but they, I think they're the best team. What do you guys think? And the Cowboys suck, by the way. Fuck them. Nice.
0: They don't. They don't suck. Um, they're not great. And the, 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 here's the thing: they're still going to win that division because the division's god awful. So it really doesn't matter. They could be average. They could be seven and nine.
2: They're going to. Now, if there's a tie in the division too, right?
0: With the Eagles, they're they're screwed. It doesn't even matter. The, the Eagles. I don't see how they're winning more than six games the way they're constructed. But anyway, the, the the Hawks, the Seahawks are are, are great. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously the best quarterback in that division, no question. Oh, Kyler Murray's super exciting, probably the future. But yeah, Russ has been he's been doing this for for years now in Seattle. Pete chewing on that gum, not wearing his mask. I mean, love him on the sideline, love it. And then it, I mean, defensively they're a mess, and it doesn't even matter because Russ is just gonna bring him down the field and keep throwing five touchdowns per game. So. I, I that to me though I mean defensively that's I guess your only concern about Seattle uh, they have a lot of injuries in the secondary Adams got hurt yesterday their safeties and cornerbacks are sloppy they really don't have any pass rush either which is you know a, a, a problem for sure but uh, you know with, with with Russ leading the show they are the the front runners in the division and I, I think I One of you pick them the to make it to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl I can't I can't remember but, seahawks yeah
2: uh i want to say nick took them but Man. i'm not positive you're talking
1: about confident. betting
0: like no like
2: just uh, when we did predictions with dom
1: yeah i have the seahawks winning the super bowl i i think that is against uh, against the
0: colts that's very looking, realistic that's like, right well now. I, don't, I don't know about the colts but the well, seahawks the, yeah not that colts part two and one. Uh, yeah sure the seahawks are looking are looking great Seahawks, without a doubt. Uh, I had a couple of notes on that game to Seattle and Dallas. Oh, uh, Dak, I'm going to say right now, I don't think he's worth the money. I really don't. I think he is. I don't know. I don't know. It depends what kind of deal. they Like, is he worth the Mahomes deal?
2: Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Nobody is except Mahomes. Right.
0: No one is except Mahomes. I Maybe mean, Russ. not even the Deshaun Watson deal. I don't think he's worth that either. Um,
1: I would argue though too that like it's not as much on Dak yesterday when you let up 38 points like
0: oh the defense brutal
1: and he had one pick but the, he had two picks but one of them was at the end of the game where he you know he had to throw it up so yeah um but yeah, I mean dude Dak was 37 and 57 472 the problem yesterday was they couldn't run the football man like Zeke had 34 yards on 14 attempts they couldn't run the football I watched the whole game he couldn't run they couldn't run the ball they could not run the ball and so Dak every every. Down, you almost knew they were going to be throwing, and and uh, like we said, the defense is the problem, man. And, and also, Dallas. Dow- what, what do they do? uh The fumble, Dak, had he got the strip sack? That was or that other pick? That was a pick. He got like strip sack picked. Right. So he got hit as he threw it and he got caught. caught. And then that was right at the start of the second half. And then, dude, the the play on special teams for the Cowboys, where the guy just, uh, was it Tony Pollard? He fucking let the ball sit on the one yard line. <laughs> So and then dumb. he recovered it, and then, like, what are you doing? And then the, oh, Seattle no. got the ball in, like, the 45 and went in, like, easy. So it's, like, stuff like that that you watch the Cowboys. You're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And I just kind of – I feel bad for Dak because I actually think Dak is pff, arguably a top five quarterback in the league. Like, I know it's hard to say that, you know, as a Cowboy fan, like as what Cowboy fans will say he is. And I'm not even a Cowboy fan, but, like, based off what I wa- – when I watch him, he is very, very good at football. It, it it's just his team is I I feel like the Cowboys are just cursed to <laughs> always play in tight
0: games and lose. They they might be cursed, yeah. Um, yeah, it makes you think. Is it Jason
2: Garrett? Was Jason Garrett really the problem when, uh, before the he got fired? The,
0: problem, the defense is terrible. Defense is awful. They have all these
1: studs on defense and they stink.
0: Yeah. They stink. Yeah. But they're still going to win the division. I don't think there's a going to.
1: missed two extra points. Yeah. That was stupid. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing? The other uh, wild game I wanted to get into: Atlanta Chicago. Uh, I, I I don't even know where to start in that game. We could start with Nick Foles coming in and bringing the Bears all the way back. Doing the thing that Nick we're Foles always with, does, right.
1: yeah, in the origami capital of the world in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, exactly, like, yeah, like I said
1: last week, origami capital of the world. <laughs> we Falcons had a ninety-nine point three percent chance to win on the win probability chart at one point. The Ridiculous. I'm so
2: happy I didn't take that game in the picks, even though it wouldn't have been much better compared to what my other picks were.
1: Then it went back to fifty percent, and then it went down back down to eighty-nine or ninety, God. and then they lost. <laughs>
0: so. Atlanta is is brutal. I mean, I feel so bad. I already said this last week. I feel terrible for Matt Ryan of that offense because every week they put up points. Although I will say this, they get big leads and then they don't score again. Like they had a twenty-six to ten lead, then they didn't score again. Last week against Dallas, they had a thirty-nine to whatever it was twenty lead, and then just seemingly like stopped scoring. I, I blame that on coaching too, but they score a lot of points quick, and then it's like they kind of slow down. Uh, but the Falcons' first team in NFL history to lose back-to-back games in which they led by fifteen or more in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Come on, Dan Quinn. It's tough it being a Vikings fan, ass. but could
1: you imagine being a Falcons fan, dude? Ever since right. they lost that Super Bowl, they've literally just oh been ass. Ass. And,
0: ass. And they're, and they're, like, competitive. These losses are gut-wrenching. I could see if they were, like, getting destroyed, but they're not. That's that, 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 that's what would make it worse.
1: Two gut wrenching losses in a row. Absolutely, just awful. And now yes. they have to play the Packers on Monday night next week. So see <laughs> good, you later.
0: Yeah, good, good luck there. Good I'm gonna good pre,
1: preemptively that. take the Packers, whatever the line is. I don't even care.
0: Uh, taking here, that question for you about that game does Nick uh, does Mitch Trubisky get the job back in Chicago?
1: So I think so. You know what's crazy? This is what I, this is the one point I wanted to make about that change. The Bears were two and zero. Right. It's not like the Bears were zero and two, and they were like, you know what, Mitch. We've seen enough. We're done. But I, I, <laughs> my favorite Barstool guy, uh, Barstool Big Cat, said earlier in the season, like, Mitch, you, can, you were never going to give Foles the job to start the season. No. Because then if Foles stunk, you'd have to go to Mitch, which you already yeah. know what Mitch is. So you have to start Mitch. And they started Mitch. And Mitch won two games. And he came back on the, uh, against Detroit in the first game, too. Um, but I think now that you went to Foles – and that you came back and won a game trailing 16 in the fourth quarter with three touchdowns inside 7 minutes. I mean, how don't I don't think you go back to Mitch because what now you're 3 and 0 and you know what? I know the bear, I don't think the Bears are that good of a team like I was saying earlier, but I mean, you're 3 and 0. So the and there's an extra wild card spot. I mean, you need they need to be going for it. They still have a really good defense. I mean, and their schedule isn't that bad. Like they play the Colts and the Bucks the next two weeks. That'll be very telling, especially if you start Foles. You know, if you, if you go one-on-one one in those games, then you play the Panthers, then you got the Rams and the Saints. So, like, these next five games for them are very telling. And do you really want Mitch Trubisky starting those games? I don't think you do. I think you want Nick Foles starting those football games. So.
0: Real? Real? Yeah, they don't I don't play the bottom
1: Packers line late either. So,
2: that's good. So I they agree play, when do they, What week do they play them first? Uh, if you have a pulled up, if not, no biggie. 11
1: 29. So they don't play him until November 29th, so Sunday after Thanksgiving, and then they play him week 17, which will probably be for the division. Well, maybe not. The Packers might be 16 or no.
0: The Packers are just. Oh my just God. Aaron Rodgers is, is pissed. He's a revenge Torbell. He's bro. not a happy man. He's well, he looks big. happy because they're 3 and Oh, 0. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looks thrilled right now. He, look, he looks like such a like a cocky asshole out there, and that's what yeah. But like, of. where
2: was this fire? Like, uh, it, it's amazing how some people react, you know, just psychologically. And you know, obviously, we all know the Packers take Jordan Love with a very high draft pick, and then all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers becomes Aaron Rodgers again. Where maybe the last few years you don't think that, and obviously there was a couple of years with injury. You know, there's that horrible year where Deshaun Kaiser was starting. So many games for the Packers. Oh my God!
1: That's because Anthony um, Barr broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. (laughs) (laughs) And since that, by the way, I just want to point this stat out. Since like he missed like half the 2017 season, Aaron Rodgers has thrown for I have to do the math: 59 touchdowns and six picks, (laughs) and 9,000 yards. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good.
0: Pretty damn good.
1: That's the thing. Like, even last year they went 13-3, and and I was one of them. It didn't give them the respect, and I thought they might fall off this year. But once again, it's a quarterback-driven league, man. Like, if you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson sometimes, I don't know who he's throwing to. Like, Tyler Lockett had three touchdowns yesterday. Did you see who Aaron Rodgers was throwing to last night without Devontae Adams? Alan guys Lazard, see?
0: baby. Alan Lazard. So,
1: I actually think Lazard's good. Did you see who he threw to besides Alan Lazard? Sternberger? Who is that? I have never no heard of clue. Robert Tondi, of the name. Five receptions, fifty yards. Nope. Sternberger, thirty-six yards. Mercedes he doesn't In- even Lewis, use. I thought he was dead. No. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> Irving. Who are you? Like what yeah. is going? He makes everybody better. Everybody better. He it's doesn't insane. even use
2: Marquez Valdez scanling which was annoying no. as hell.
1: Yeah, only against the Vikings. But it's just super – it's just – it's really impressive. And I think Matt LaFleur's offense is actually very good. The way they're using him on play-action rollouts, dude, like his feet, in my opinion, one of the best things about Aaron Rodgers is his ability to create – he reminds me of Big Ben, only not as fat and gross. A little
0: quicker.
1: You know, from like 10 years ago when Big Ben would like, you know, move around in the pocket, stiff Mm -hmm. arm a 260-pound DN, and then throw a ball across the field. Like Aaron Rodgers is – I mean besides Russ I mean I I don't even know if you can say he's below them I think they're all on the same level Lamar Russ Pat and him like they're all right there they're all like I would take any of them all day any day like yep. I wouldn't even be like oh I don't know if I take him over him I'd say I'll take any of them please any of
0: them you're 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 fine uh before, I guess, Nick, if we want to get into our team's games, a couple other notes from yesterday. The Browns, congrats to them for being above 500 for the first time in I six years.
1: Can you believe that? I bet on them in that one. I took their defense for fantasy reasons and they pulled through. Yeah,
0: they were pretty good. Yeah. Hey,
1: man, the, the Browns, uh, they're playing the Cowboys next week. And if they beat the Cowboys, we better watch out. Oh, my I'm just God. That hype train is going to come back around. Nick Chubb, beast. Love them on fantasy. It's the best.
2: <laughs> have you seen the stats between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb together? They are ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid.
1: Oh, my gosh. They both have over 200 yards. Um, and then receptions. I mean, Chubb doesn't get the ball that much in receptions, but – Hunt has eight receptions, 42 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, they're pretty gross.
0: Yeah, those two are – it's a scary combination. Right now,
1: currently Dallas
0: is
2: minus four and a half against the Browns next week, and they are in Dallas.
0: Low-key, Baker's
1: having a good year too, 564 yards, five tighties, two picks. He's taking care of the football, and we always say, if you take care of the football, you're going to win football games.
0: Right, and when you have those two running backs, it's easy to not – try to do too much i think what he did last year too he tried to do too much obviously they bring in odell so he's like oh i got a ton of weapons now uh he was definitely overcompensating and overthinking this year it seems like it, it's slowing down for him so they got a ton of talent i mean yeah
1: and their one loss is to baltimore who I mean, right come on bro like i know they got blown out which was embarrassing but like <laughs> let's be real baltimore is disgusting
0: they are They're nasty They're nasty uh
1: one more quick quick game i want to get into is uh not get into, but I just want to uh, touch on it, is, is the Tampa uh, – not Tampa, Detroit-Arizona game like we were talking about. I know you both, uh, Nick, you lost on Arizona. I, I, I just realized I bet on Detroit Moneyline when they were having won – that was their first win in 11 games. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. But like we were talking about, I, I love Kyler Murray. He's great. But yesterday showed that that's why we still had them all as a sleeper team. Because, I mean – to lose at home, to, to it looked like an inept offense. I mean, they, they ran the ball 27 times for 90 yards, the Lions did. They did not run the ball well. And and Matt Stafford was good, but he wasn't great. Um, Kyler has to limit his turnovers, man. He has to limit the turnovers. He threw yeah. some balls that I was like, where are you going with that? In the red zone, too, right, Patty? threw one on the goal line. Yep. Another one he overthrew, got caught on the 10, like – they should have won that game comfortably. And, the, and that's just what it comes down to, a sophomore, sophomore quarterback looking like a sophomore quarterback.
2: Yeah. Do you know the last time the Lions won a game just in yeah. general? I yeah, believe it was, it was, games ago. Yeah, it was uh, October last October 28th of 2019. Did you know that every that's single guys. team that has played in games throughout that span from October 28th of 2019 has won a game? Has won at least one game, and that includes MLB, NFL, oh. NBA, MLS, and, the WNBA,
0: and a WNBA. And hockey. And hockey. That's a yeah. hell of a stat. Although I'd, I'd hope an NBA team won a game in that, in that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty embarrassing. I have to hope yes <laughs> that would be hey, even would the vikings have won a game that's crazy right the jets uh, The Jets have won six games in that span
1: Pat, speaking of the jets and the vikings let's get oh, into our on. quick therapy session
0: oh, mine's and not even going to be a therapy session i'm actually going to cancel my therapy session as of today i'm i can no longer afford okay. it i think, it. Just, I think i'm hopping with you i think i'm going to go go
1: join you in, in canceling my membership to uh to this their possession this will probably be our last one um pat i'll let you start but i don't know how much there is to talk about for you because they're just the jets are just bad um and you kind of knew they would be bad so it's like you know i'll let i'll just let you talk let you talk it out real quick
0: talk about there comes there comes a time in every person's life Mm. he or she when Mm. you need to let go of something that you care about it. You love. You need to rid yourself of the stress, the emotion, in hopes that whatever you're letting go improves and you know mm-hmm. gets better. Yeah. Um. So th- that I think that's what I'm doing with the Jets. I'm going to say it right now. I'm denouncing my fandom mm. of the Jets. Wow. The remainder of the 2020 season. I'm still going to, you know, check in here and there just to see how they're doing, check up on them. You know, I'm not going to let, let them be, you know, bring them to the rehab facility and just, you know, let them on their own. I'll still go for some visits every now and then. But I cannot not even like I was rooting for them uh, yesterday. I really wasn't, but I cannot watch this team with any hope, any expectations because the season's over. It, it, it's over. If they lose on Thursday to Denver, at home, short week, Denver's going to come all the way
1: to so the that East Coast.
0: is really small, by the way. Yeah. If they lose in any capacity, I don't care, especially if it's a blowout again, my God. I think Adam Gase is done. It's the backup QB. you should fire program. him right now. He's the problem. Because it's a short week, I think that's why they're not firing him. Um, and I still think there's a chance that he keeps a job even if they do lose. But if you're going to fire him, this would be the week. You lose to Denver at home. Short week. He's got to go. Uh, I'm sorry. The team he's losing. The team, they don't want to play for him. Uh, it's just, it's a mess. It, it's this a is, this is worse.
2: Worse. Yeah. What happened in Miami with him as the coach? At least they were, you know, at least a little more competitive at some points. The Jets look horrible right now.
0: Right, right. And uh, again, their offensive
2: roster is just, just
1: yeah.
0: Crazy. I, I disgrace. could, you could use as that excuse, but they, I mean. Did the Packers have a ton of – I know that Aaron Rodgers is far better than Sam Darnold, but they have a ton of skill position guys yesterday? No, and he still lit it up. Uh, look at the Niners yesterday, what they did against the Giants with the backup quarterback, back third string running back. I mean, they didn't have a ton of talent, and they still were amazing offensively. So they're never ready to play. Seems like the first possession of each game is either a three and out, a turnover, they give up a big play to the opposing team, they're, they're never prepared. That's what it looks like.
1: They have 37 points in three
0: games. Right. That's what the Packers scored yesterday alone. <laughs> so uh, I'm done. I'm done for the 2020 season. I'm, I'm packing up, packing in, looking forward to the draft. Uh, It'd be really interesting to see what they do because, especially like in our area, the Jets and Giants, in my eyes, could have the one and two pick. Hope not. And what do you do if you have Trevor Lawrence and possibly Justin Fields waiting at the top of the draft? Do we have two new quarterbacks next year? Vikings. You trade with the Vikings. You trade with the give up. I, I, see, I think the Giants take a quarterback. The Jets, I'm not sure. Um, although Sam Darnold, those three interceptions, two pick sixes yesterday.
1: I mean, and, and they I weren't. Think the even- Jets are more likely to take a quarterback.
2: I agree. Sure. You think that the Giants are going to give up on Daniel? dimes that fast when Gettleman's the guy dime. who drafted
1: Stop. him?
0: Stop calling him Danny Dimes. He's Danny Turnover. He's not Danny Dimes. He's Danny Turnover. He's Danny turnovers. Apple Turnover. He's, he's Danny Big Penny. Apple Turnover. <laughs> da- Danny <laughs> Penny. I'll g- I maybe terrible. give him Danny Nickel. That's it. He's not a dime. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, like I said, last therapy session because there's really no need to seek therapy anymore. And like I'm I was saying, Pat,
1: over. like your team, like, you he's in denial. Said they weren't going to be good, right? Like, you kind of understood they weren't going to be good. Though. No, you're just like, I,
2: I renounce all fandom. You like, he's denying the therapy sessions now. He doesn't even, he's, it's so bad he doesn't even want to go to him anymore. No,
1: because the more you go to the therapy sessions and talk about the it. The more you think you about it. Right, yeah. yeah. He's just trying to yeah.
0: let, go, let yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm just, I'm emotionally detached at this point. Yeah. So there's really no need to seek therapy because I, I'm, I'm good. I'm in a good place with the team. I Not need therapy. Life.
1: I need therapy still because my team is actually was supposed to be good. And we've right. let up 102 points in three games. Are you That's shitting second me? worst to the Atlanta Falcons. Are you shitting me? We are hey. now the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, and Nick, did you, did you see uh, this from yesterday? Mm. Dabble Cook, Justin Jefferson, the first. Yeah, uh, for,
1: I said that earlier. First for over 175 yards each, and we lose a football lose a game, game. Oh, at home. God. Yeah, we'll get into that real quick. Uh, <laughs> we stink. The Vikings fucking stink. The defense fucking stinks. The safeties are okay. The corners fucking stink. They stink. The corners are fucking awful. I hate them. I hate, I can't stand Holton Hill. I hope he, I, we got to cut him. He gets beat like a rug every week, every play. Every time there's a big play, it beat like a rug. Um, Anthony Barr is out for the year our quarterback is inept he's an idiot Ooh trash Kirk Cousins once again Pat like we said last week he's gonna have a decent game this week 250 you know 96 rating three touchdowns terrible don't care awful he had a pick six that got called back for a lucky penalty he's trash um, Justin Jefferson love you man I'm so sorry that you got drafted to us with that quarterback. I'm so sorry he is so good that was awesome to see yesterday. That was the one good thing. Also, Dalvin Cook, love you. I can't believe you would re-sign with us. I, I thank you, but also you're an idiot because now you're stuck with this for the rest of your life right? Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm done with them too. Like, I, I'm honestly at the point where I'm not done. Like, obviously, I'm gonna root every game and watch, but I want them to lose every game now. I do. Go get Trevor Lawrence, man. I know we're paying, I know we're paying Kirk. I'd rather eat the money then fucking watch that guy for three more years. I'd rather I'd rather give them $200 every month. I'd say Vikings I'll give you $200 every month. Just like you know, if every fan could just give them 100 bucks, I bet you we could pay off his salary pretty fast. You know what I'm saying? You know how the donors do that in the SEC when they fire their coach and all the donors pony up money to get rid of the coach. Oh, yeah. I will pony up money to get rid of Kirk Cousins. I will <laughs> pony up a lot of money to get rid of Kirk Cousins. I'll start a I petition. I'll start a petition. I can't stand it. I can't stand watching them. La- I mean, Nick, you, you, you lost. I mean, uh, that was a week to bet on the Vikings. They covered. I don't know how. I know. I'm, but th- once again, the same thing. We had a 86% chance to win the game. We're up 24-12 to 12 in, the, in, the, in the second half. Like, what is going on? What is going on? Justin Jefferson's pass. There's it, not even that much time left. We, we couldn't stop a nosebleed in the fourth quarter. Also, what makes me mad is the two drives that they had to kick those field goals to go down two and then to win the game – 10 plays, 39 yards. Nine plays, 44 yards. They didn't go anywhere because Kirk couldn't move the ball again in the crunch time. He stunk in crunch time. Once again, we just absolutely fold. So I am not – I'm not out because my team actually still has good pieces around them, unlike Pat's who just has nothing. But, I mean, the defense stinks. Our quarterback sucks. How are we going to do? We've created all this chaos for ourselves. First time we're 0-3 since 2013. I don't know how it gets better when you play the Texans on the road next week and then the Seattle Seahawks on the road on Sunday night football. That's going to be an embarrassment. Um, and then we play the Falcons, the battle of the two morons. That'll be a fun game. And then we play the <laughs> Packers, Lions, Bears, Cowboys. Great. And then we play Jags, maybe. Bucks, lost, Bears, lost, Saints, loss. Lions, loss. Wow. Let's win one game. Let's go beat the Jags in week whatever it is. What is it? Week fourteen. We'll beat the Jags. We'll win one game. Get the number one pick. Take Trevor Lawrence and say, Kirk, thanks for coming. Die. And that's my therapy session. Wow. Tank for Trevor. Wow. I'm a t we're a Tank for Trevor podcast. Well, I am. Tank for Trevor. <laughs> or Justin Fields. Honestly, I'll take a I'll take a uh uh the scarecrow from uh the Wizard of Oz to play quarterback over Kirk Cousins. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd say or it's the something. tin man it is saying something the tin man
1: i'll take the tin man bro he's <laughs> tin probably, man. He like all his ligaments have you seen kirk cousins play quarterback
0: that's uh, true he's, he's like the tin man
1: yeah so um let's just get out off of football because now i'm mad again Fantasy so teams a, are a, 3-0 so oh God. that's good
0: so uh, i think this could be a, a great race for trevor on this podcast as we both i guess root for our teams to lose here's the thing though nick i think you will have to root for the vikings to lose because they can you know fuck around and win a game that's what's
1: annoying they the can jets go can. ahead and beat any good they can beat any team in the league that's what's they, so annoying
0: they can the jets can't <laughs>
1: that, no that's the jets, thing that's the thing the jets cannot
0: i don't have to root for and i
1: think that makes it worse as a vikings fan is like we we could have won almost every game we played in this season i mean i know you can say that about any game or any team but the Colts game, like, it was very close in the first half, and if we had just moved the ball at all and not played the field position game, we might have had a chance. Packers game, week one, we were winning in the first quarter, and then in the second quarter, we absolutely couldn't move the ball again. We ran seven offensive plays. Like, this, it's just every week it's something different. And then this week, the offense finally looks good, and the defense is like, nah, we're not going to play. We can't. Holton Hill's the worst corner I've ever seen.
0: If so, – uh, I'm looking at the Jets' schedule. If they don't – win Thursday against the Broncos. They're starting 0-10. And it might even be worse. So they play Denver Thursday. Okay. You lose that game. You host Arizona. Loss. I'm sorry. You go to the Chargers. Winnable for a lot of teams. Not the Jets. That's a loss. Host Buffalo. L. At Kansas City. Come on. Host New England. Nope. In Miami. Nah. Not a win. And then you have the bye. And then you host Miami. Which is maybe a winnable game. Maybe. Then after that, if you don't win that game. Host the Raiders. Nope. At Seattle, don't even, don't even go. Just save yourself the money. At the Rams, again, don't even go. Browns at home, nah. And then you're in New England to close it out. The, the, the best games that they could have won on the schedule are the canceled preseason games. Where they would have played the Giants. Hey, they didn't lose those games. Right. And they would, and they would have played the Eagles. So those, are the two, those are the two best chances to, to win a game in the 2020 calendar year.
1: And I just realized we're playing Teddy Bridgewater when we play the Panthers, so we're going to lose because he's coming back to Minnesota. Oh, Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Revenge. You not want me you. over Kirk? I take Her. Teddy. I've said I'd rather have Teddy yeah, than when he got I know, hurt. but that's what that Teddy's tough. thinking. That was tough, bro. I feel bad for him. But, yeah, let's move on to the NBA because the finals are set. Uh, we said it this last uh, last episode we could on mo- on Mondays uh, show or Tuesday show I should say we could be talking about the NBA finals and god damn it we are. Uh, we were all right about the the Lakers winning in 5 Saturday night LeBron triple double thank you for that bet. Absolutely looks like the king. I think he's on a mission. Uh, let's get our NBA finals like preview. We got like you know a quick little 5 to 10 minutes here to talk about it. That starts Wednesday night so we can recap that on Thursday's episode. Or maybe not. I'm not sure. It depends when we record. But we can at least preview it again, if not. So, whatever. But uh, what do you guys think? This is going to be a sick series. I think it's going to be
0: awesome. there you go. I think it's going
2: awesome. uh, go. it, to be very interesting. Uh, it really comes down to Miami. Because uh, we saw how well AD and LeBron can play, obviously, in the playoffs. And the Nuggets were a kind of team where, like, everybody contributes – and you have these two studs. You know, in my opinion, they definitely have that in Miami. Everybody contributes to a really well-rounded team. And their two studs would be Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, I think, just based off of what Bam has done in that last series and Jimmy Butler's experience in the playoffs. Um, it's going to be very interesting. I, I, I can't say it's going to be, like, hands down the Lakers. But I, I could say that maybe this game, this series could go –
1: Six? I'm going to go with hands down. Lakers are winning in five or six. Easy. Five. I think it could be five. Yeah. Interesting. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm with you. Lakers in five. I, I wanted to go at least six. I wanted to go seven. Of course. I would love a six-game series, but I just don't see it. I don't either. And here's why. It's AD. I, I mean – Look, and not even AD, it's Dwight too. The The size of LA is going to be an issue because, like we saw with uh, Denver, you could throw multiple bodies at, you know, Bam if you want, whether it's AD. Uh, like I said, Dwight is a, a newsome and he's also contributing to now that he's starting. Javel McGee, another long guy you can just put on Bam and, you know, with some up right uh so uh, th- that's th- that's what the, the biggest concern is for me if, if i'm a heat fan uh you, down low what are they going to do they don't have a lot of height bam are so only like big man getting rebounds and if he's ineffective then they're gonna they're gonna struggle uh and you didn't see then the celtic series because they don't have a lot of height um and then the other the other pieces kind of you know did their thing uh the other thing with the Lakers that I think that gives them an advantage. Their perimeter defense is very good. Very good. Now, the Celtics is good too, but they kind of folded playing games. The Lakers, I don't see them doing that so much. But you can, you know, put LeBron on Jimmy Butler. You can put a guy like Danny Green on Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. Uh, Rondo's a terrific defender. He can guard Goran Dragic. So they got a lot of different premier defenders uh, that can, you know, stymie the Heat. So that that's why I'm. I, I think this could be a five game series. Uh, I, I again. I I, w- I hope I'm wrong, but the Lakers are just so so talented, so well well run. So, yeah, that, that's that, that's kind of just how I, I see it right now.
1: So Nick, are you saying that you 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 think the Lakers will win, but you can't for sure say that? Is that what you're saying?
2: I I, I that's what I think I'm saying. Only because.
1: I'm just I, trying to get you just it have to head. look at you just have to look at who Miami
2: beat in these playoffs, you know, what we considered That's fair. The top teams in the but league. It is the
1: East, it is the
2: East. The I know East. it's the East, but obviously the Bucks were very favorite in that series and obviously That's they folded in in the, the Boston
1: series.
2: Yeah. I, I agree. I think I think beat, beating the Bucks the way they did, what was that was that 5 or 6 games? Five. I think it was uh, 6. They, the one
1: game they lost five. was an OT.
2: And that was, again, yeah, Giannis. Exactly. Exactly. So a very, very interesting series there. And then they go out and beat Boston, which was another really dark horse team because they had all these players who could play. And obviously they get Kemba over the offseason. You know, they have a bunch of all-stars. And if Gordon Hayward wasn't hurt, he would have probably been an all-star as well. So they, they have had a tough-ish, you know, they've had toughish teams to beat uh, on paper and they just obliterated them. They really did. I don't know if it's the bubble because if, if, you know, these series are going back and forth from, you know, to Milwaukee, to Miami, I I don't think, I don't think Miami beats the bucks in that series. I really don't think that. I think that they, they're down Oh two, uh, after two games, because I think that Milwaukee really was relying on home field and, um, Boston too, going into the garden, you know, like that, it's a really, it's a really tough thing to do to beat that, to beat that Boston team. And um, on a neutral court, I just, I just don't know what's going to happen yet.
1: And I will argue this. Uh, This is the last thing I want to say before we head into another preview, which uh, I think we'll all be on the same page about, but (laughs) dude, the fact that. If the Lakers win this title, I, I, honestly, let's just put it this way. If Miami wins the title, in my opinion, it'll be the most special – one of the most special finals runs of all time. Yeah. You beat the Bucks, you beat, um, you beat the Celtics, and then you beat LeBron and the Lakers, that's incredible. But like I was going to say, they, they, didn't, they didn't have to go on the road to these places because I feel like a lot of these series would have been different if they had to go on the road, right? And at the same time, I want to argue that if LeBron and the Lakers win the title, that it's impressively one of LeBron's most impressive titles, arguably besides the Cleveland title that he has. Because, like, once again, you didn't get all the home games. You're the number one seed. You didn't get a single home game. It's all neutral court. So, I mean, either way, whatever team wins, I I really – I know people will say it's an asterisk, oh, it's the bubble. In my opinion, whoever wins, it is tougher because they were in the bubble, away from their families – Everything going on with social justice, the pandemic, there's all this stuff going on. You have a long break in between. Whoever wins this series, it's one of the most impressive finals of all time. And to me, it counts just the same as if this was in June.
0: I feel feel the exact same way. Uh, Regardless of who wins, this is going to be one of the most memorable finals and champions of all time. With the layover, it's almost like you had a, a second off season. It's actually longer than a, a typical off season, the, the the time off they had. So having to rev back up again, like you mentioned, the bubble, the social justice, not playing in front of fans, not having family there for the first couple months, everything factored in. The, the, whoever wins, I I do not. If you put an asterisk on it, shame on you because you could see the effort that's going in. These games have been tremendous, and. Uh, Nick LaRosa. To your point, you know the Heat. Yes, their run has been amazing, but the Lakers' run has been pretty impressive too. I mean, the the uh, Trailblazers were the hottest team in the seeding games prior to the playoffs starting, and they did pretty quick work of them. Same with the Rockets. Uh, the way they looked in round one, getting Russ back for round two. They did made quick work of them. And then the Nuggets, after coming back from three one in both the first two series, being the Clippers, who arguably were even better, according to most people, than the Lakers and win that series in seven. So their run has been equally as impressive just based on the the teams they uh, uh, eliminated. So uh, regardless, like I said, whoever wins, no asterisk, this is going to be a a, a final that you're going to remember forever.
1: All right. And now it is uh, guys. I don't know how we got here, but we are here uh, tomorrow night, seven (laughs) o'clock. I want to say, I would love to be like, Oh, we're in New York, in the Yankee stadium, but no, we are out West. Game one, Yankees, Cleveland. We talked about the Yankees playing Cleveland in the first round and how scary it is. Bieber versus Cole. Three-game series. This game means everything. I don't even know how to feel about it. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I'm scared. I'm very scared. What do you guys think? Can the Yankees make a run, and can they even get out of the first round? Well,
2: I think it's safe to say – Pandemic aside, if there if there were fans allowed at the stadium, I think it's safe to say the three of us would be driving up to the Bronx tomorrow to absolutely get Probably trashed. They not be home either. They're on, they're on the road technically. I'd, but I'd yeah. drive to Cleveland. Oh, they're on the
0: road. I'd go to Cleveland.
2: I would do it too. I would do it. Go to Cleveland. Um, I mean, this is just – I'm scared. I don't know how to feel because, like, if the Yankees at least, like, swept the Marlins, or at least took the two out of three that they needed, really, um, I would have felt a lot more confident. They looked bad against the Marlin team. And I know, yeah, Marlins are hot, whatever. Derek Jeter, they clinched their playoff berth on the day that it was Derek Jeter's last game at Yankee Stadium. Great. All good stuff. Um, they needed to win two of those three games to prove to me. At least they could compete. Because the fact that they needed the Baltimore Orioles to help them and beat the Toronto Blue Jays so that, they can, so that they didn't have to play the Rays. I'd be much more scared if we were playing the Rays. But this is just – it's all up in the air. But if any, if any time for them to get hot, if there's any time for them to get hot, it's now. That's really what it comes down to.
1: It's crazy yeah. too, dude. By the way, if you look at the schedule, the ALCS starts a week from yesterday. So we're talking about two wow. weeks. that Back
2: to back to back.
1: Everything, yeah, it's so fast. I mean, it's, they got to get hot, like Nick said, right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I I feel – I have a few different feelings on the Yankees and just the playoffs as a whole. Obviously, like you mentioned, Nick, Yankees kind of limping into the playoffs. I mean, after the 10-game win streak to really secure their spot and clinch – and they were healthy. Yeah. They're they're still healthy, which is the most important thing. But if you include the final game of the Red Sox series a couple weekends ago, they lost six of the last eight, which is it's not, not what you want. They did not look good at all in the Toronto series up in Buffalo. I mean, just just terrible. Fourteen to one loss after a twelve to one win. Then four to one, I mean it's inconsistent. They're so inconsistent. They're yeah. so streaky, which is not good for the postseason. Uh, they had a lot of errors too, which is—I mean, I think they're the 3rd uh, they had the third most errors in baseball this year, which is just brutal. I mean, you got to – not like that's, them. That's not playoff baseball. And then, yeah, the 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 Marlins series—you um, know, dropping two or three, whatever. Uh, I, I'm not going to kill them for that. So, just based on the way they looked coming in, this is going to be a, a a tricky series, no question. Um, but. I don't know if you guys saw Aaron Judge's Instagram post yesterday. He seems ready. He's locked in. Good. He seems fired up. He better be. I have to
2: carry him. Right,
0: right. He better be. Making a you know, statement like, you know what, regular season's over. Now this is when the, the real season begins. So who knows? Maybe he gets fired up and turns it on for the postseason. You know, they've come close the last few years. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the breakthrough. Uh, I, I hope it is. I think he got all the guys on the team Apple Watches. I saw it yesterday on his uh, IG story. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that he turns it on because ever since he got back from the injury, he hasn't done much. Uh, but, yeah, game one tomorrow, Bieber, Cole, what a matchup. My God, is, that is as sexy as it gets for sure on the mound. I'm nervous. Nervous. Got to be nervous. I think it's safe to say the winner of game one, especially that matchup, I think wins the series. I know. I know it's only a three-game even set. Even if it
2: goes to three, I think you're right.
0: Yeah, whenever that game won, because the the, the Indians' pitching staff is a lot deeper than the Yankees. I, Tanaka, yes, he has all the postseason experience, but Carrasco has been really good. Please Sacks back in the rotation; he's been good.
1: Please Sacks, he, the game three starter, that sucks.
0: Right, right. We don't
1: even have a game three starter. And I was saying this earlier. I know Bieber. I mean, they have a deep, a deep rotation, and Bieber's, you know, disgusting. And he's a one point six three. He's probably going to win the Cy Young path, nope. like we rightly predicted. Um, but I mean, god damn it, I kind of wish we were starting Tanaka game one, because then, like I was saying, if you win game one with Tanaka, you don't even have to start Cole game two, and you can start Devi and save Cole for game three. And now, you know, you lose game one, Cole's not turning around and pitching on Thursday. So, I mean, right. I know. I, I guess you're right, though, Pat. Game one's so important. Like, you lose game one regardless, you're fucked. And it would but, impact
2: the next series if if they would get there.
1: Right. If you if you don't start Cole game one, then you can go Debbie game two and you win that. Then you got Cole game one ALDS against the Rays, which we also very much need him in that series if we even get there. Um, I don't know, man. Neutral Park makes me feel a little weird about it. I, I just don't know. I, I, I Something wanna, we haven't
2: experienced,
1: really. Right. I, I mean, as a Yankee fan, I want them to win, but I have a bad feeling they're not. Uh, Just because, like, what Pat said, like, the Cleveland pitching staff is just so, so, so deep. And we have not looked good lately, so
2: I'm nervous. Well, believe it or not, the pitching has been good. um, Besides the the games, I guess, against Toronto, that that horrible game where they gave up 14.
1: 14,
2: 14. yeah. And the other game, Um, they gave up 11. Yeah. That's why I'm happy we're not playing Toronto until potentially the second round. But – I think this rotation is sneaky deep. Like mm. when you really think about it, they've really stepped up. J.A. Happ has really stepped up the past uh, couple of weeks. Um, mm. Really? It's since my August. Game three. I, I, I Let me tell you, you something. That wouldn't be the worst. Uh, if you, if you have to give it to somebody, I don't, you don't know if you trust Garcia yet um, in a playoff, you know, a big spot like that. Happ has done it before, you know, um, didn't he pitch for the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken, like when they were during the Yeah, he yeah. pitched the second yeah. most runs. innings
1: on the Yankees. And, uh, and out of the starters, he has the second lowest ERA. So, I mean, yeah. arguably you have to start him,
2: right? Like, he had a very solid second half of the 60-game of the season. Yeah, he's turned it That's on. what he does. So, I, I really think uh, – and then when you're telling me that if you have to pitch Cole game one, Tanaka game two, Hap game three – then you go into the ALDS. You could pitch Cole again in Game One, and then if you have to go to Garcia because maybe Tanaka needs that extra day so that we get to. postseason Tanaka, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. I really wouldn't. In a five-game series, I, I if you I wouldn't hate that. So that's why I think the Yankees are kind of sneaky deep. And then obviously, I don't think Paxton makes it back. Um, and even if he does, he's, he's a the question mark. Yeah. So. I, despite not even having Paxton, I find this team sneaky deep. And we didn't even talk about Montgomery, who's also been on the he's team. He's not pitching. in this series. <laughs> but <laughs> on, as a no. long reliever, you wouldn't like, you don't, you no, don't no, no, he no, he'll come, come out of the bullpen,
1: but he's not pitching in, in, in no, no. no not starting. a start. But I think,
2: I think if, you know, if you have to rely on Garcia and Montgomery in a game where maybe Garcia doesn't have his stuff or he gives up a few runs in the first inning, like he has in a past couple uh, of starts, hmm. I wouldn't hate it, you know? And, I think the Yankees bats just need to show up, too. That's really what it comes down to. That's the thing that everybody can talk about the pitching, you know, we, that we're missing it, we're missing it, we go get Cole. But the Yankees batting obviously hasn't been great in the postseason, and we know that. And that's really what it comes down to. Uh, that's why the inconsistency really, really troubles me because I don't want these playoff games where we win 10-2 to and then we get, you know, shut out and we lose, like, 4 to nothing. Like those that's are horrible
1: last year. Yeah.
2: So that's really what we, the Yankees need to avoid. And I think they need to understand that. And it comes down to getting the hits, not just the big home runs, get the hits. That's why LeMahieu needs to step up. And um, that's really what it comes down to just Dude, hitting the ball some, better. Some,
1: go- some good news is since Cole is starting game one, uh, his last three starts against Baltimore, Toronto and Toronto, I mean, granted it's Baltimore, Toronto, but Toronto's in the playoffs, seven mm-hmm. innings in each of the starts. Uh, two earned runs in 21 innings, uh, and only let up 10 hits and only one homer. And you know, because that's been his problem. And and even in, in his month of September, he has let up three earned runs in four starts. Because the game that they lost against Baltimore, uh, he only let up one earned run. And the rest were uh, unearned, and he only let up four hits in that game. So I mean, if anyone's peaking, it's Cole. And you know when we're going to need Cole is this is what we're fucking paying this guy for. And I love Garrett Cole, and I, I'm not going to judge him off of one shortened season here. But this is what we pay you for, bud. This yeah. is what, this is why you're getting the ball game one. You got to go out, and you got to pitch one run baseball, seven innings. We'll get two runs off of Bieber. I'm confident we can get at least two. I don't know about any more. But I think we can get some runs off of Bieber. Because I think we've I, – I, I could be wrong, but I feel like we've hit Bieber in the past. I feel like I got to look Didn't it Didn't we now. in the postseason? I thought we um, hit him pretty
2: well at one point. Would it have been – he wasn't on the team in 2017, was he? If, and if so, he was a much younger pitcher. But um, you know, I, don't,
0: I don't think he was at the time. And like you said, if we did hit him in the past, it would have been – obviously, you know, not this year. Yeah, because so. we haven't
1: played him. But I, I, I feel like we've hit him before in the past. I have Maybe. to – I feel like that is true. I, I could be totally wrong but I feel like we've played to them before and I'm going to look it up, you guys keep, keep, keep talking. I'm going to ta- find this. Sad. Ta- ta-
0: yeah. Take a look. The, I think the key is if we can get into the bullpen because they're like middle relief guys are awful. Darn not great. They do have a really good closer guy I actually uh, covered when I was working at Bryant, James Karen, Jack is a, like the next wild thing. Uh, you know, obviously he's playing for the Indians too. So Wild, dang. yeah, it's like, you, I don't know if you've seen him pitch yet, but Mike, you, you got to do yourself a favor and look at him on the mound. He is electric. My God. But uh, yeah, you were already touching it uh, a little bit. Garrett Cole has been locked in. This is like mid June, early July, Garrett Cole, which, you know, obviously the season started late. So he's, he's now in a groove, which is exactly where you want him to be. And like you said, Nick, this is why we paid him. This is why we gave him a huge contract because He's got the postseason experience. He's got the pedigree. He's got to come out and give you, you know, seven innings of maybe one run, two run ball, and give your offense a chance. So, uh, regardless, it's going to be a great matchup. And then, yeah, I think Hap, to me, if you get to a game three, has to be your starter because he's been so it's crazy good to
2: say because if you ask me two weeks into the season. Right, or even
0: uh, at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. Last year we played Bieber. June 9th, uh, he went – An inning and a half, let up five hits, five earned runs, two walks, four Ks, and a homer. All right. Uh, How did Bieber do in general last year, though? I think he's a different pitcher. In general, he's at the same. He was 3.28. But, I mean, me and Pat also picked him to win Cy Young. Like, he was good last year. He just got a little unlucky. And I'm going to go back to – And was that in Yankee Stadium? Um, no, that was at home. That was in Cleveland. But wow, matter. okay. All right, so that makes you feel a little bars. better.
2: I'm like a worried optimistic. I think that's the way to describe it because I don't know what the hell is going to happen with this new format. And Wait, it's no scary, one. and oh, anything could happen. That's really what ask. it comes down to.
0: I think it's uh,
1: another start versus the Yankees, also in Cleveland. Seven innings pitched, five hits, four runs, three earned, two walks. Six Ks. So we scored. Are you trying to get me excited. We've scored three <laughs> runs off him. We've got ten hits in nine innings, basically of work and eight runs. So, and I know it's. Let's be honest. Like Pat said, it's a. It's literally a year and a half later from when we last faced him, and he's a different pitcher. But that's. That's better than us not scoring on him ever. <laughs> right. That's I'm pretty, pretty excited about that yes. stat, especially the 2019, not the 2018. That was his rookie year. I'm, I'm more impressed with our game against him last year. Yeah. But, yeah, we only faced him twice.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
1: And then I, I'm, now I'm going to go back and look at Cole versus the Indians.
0: Check that out, please.
1: The last two years. I mean, not last. 2019 I'll check out because I think they played them more because they're in the central, right?
0: Did Cleveland and didn't play- they play them in the playoffs? Yeah, did Houston play the Indians in the playoffs? I think they I did. believe they
1: did. Not last year.
0: The year before, though, the year they won the World Series I Cole's last
1: start against Cleveland, he went seven innings, four hits, one earned run. Oh baby. Mm-hmm. And a seven wow. to one victory.
0: I-, yeah. I can't put any weight on previous wow. matchups. Especially me. know it's so and difficult. And then he faced but... them again,
1: seven innings, three hits, two earned runs. 10 Ks. They let up two homers, two solo homers. That was 2019. Um, and then we'll go back to 2018 just to double check it. <laughs> double check. The 2018 season, when did he play? Was he on Pittsburgh that year? I think he was on Pittsburgh. He might not have pitched against them.
0: He could have. Since no, no, no.
1: One, uh, yeah, seven innings, three runs, four hits, three earned, eight Ks, one homer. All right. So, pretty good. so oh, Cole's still never let up more than three it. runs and, and the last time he faced him It was great um, Bieber, I don't think he's ever pitched in the postseason No Cole's postseason so. is 2.60 Arthur, right, let's rock the shit out of him And last year <laughs> it was pretty gross I mean, <laughs> Last year Cole No runs against the Rays In seven and two thirds Eight innings pitched against the Rays One earned run 10 Ks. He had 15 strikeouts in the first game against the Rays. Holy shit. Against the Yankees. I remember seven that. innings, no runs. Uh, he was bad against, uh, against Washington in the one game, seven innings, five runs. But then in game five, he was seven innings, one earned in run. So he – so uh, give, give you what you want. Cole's a big, big game pitcher. And also the last time Cole – oh, I found another one. Cole, 2018 postseason against Cleveland. You guys are right. They won the game three to one. Cole, seven innings pitch, three hits, one in run, 12 Ks.
0: Come on Garrett. Come on. This is it Cole was uh, just razor sharp last year in the postseason. He was unhittable for a while out. except World for Series. the
1: World Series <laughs> game. But yeah. he's lights out, man. I'm pretty excited. Um, yeah, I mean be, we'll get we'll, we'll discuss game 1 on Wednesday. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm nervous. But will we'll, we'll,
0: is so it safe Christ. to say uh, that this is going to be the, the wildest baseball postseason ever?
1: Yeah, I mean if the Yankees lose, I'm not watching it. So <sighs> don't yeah. care.
0: But did, you see, did you see Wednesday's potential schedule? Yeah, it's gross. There's going to be eight games on Wednesday.
1: So this week's schedule in, to- in general, right? Tonight we got the best Monday night football game of the year, arguably one of the best football games of the year, Ravens, right. Chiefs. Tomorrow yep. night we have Yankees game one. We have the debate for the president, yep. presidential debate. Wednesday, finals, Yankees game two. Um, uh, baseball all day. Uh, finals game one, which is super fun. Thursday.
0: There's a football baseball game right? all
1: day. There's Thursday. football.
0: Yeah, I forgot who plays. With there's a football game. do
1: forget, there's still hockey on too. Oh
0: yeah. yeah who cares? Game six tonight. Uh,
1: whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> come on, we're talking about fun. But
2: things. when? But when have we ever had a situation Never. where we have
1: Never. The Never. Stanley
2: Cup, the NBA Finals, MLB Never. postseason? Never. Exactly. Never. You know the answer. Happen. Happen. I know, but still, it's just amazing. It just Crazy. adds on top. This is what uh, we've talked about it so many times. I'm
1: actually want Dallas to win tonight as so fans. that we have Game Seven on. Wednesday, because then we'll have yes. NBA finals at <laughs> oh, uh, game seven in hockey. What final. are you what are you watching? What
0: do you watching? Uh, Not enough Yankees. TVs in the
1: world. Uh, Yankees. Yankees.
0: And then pretty soon we're gonna have some action football during the week, too. You're damn Can't right, about that You're damn right. Fucking yeah, love it.
1: Can't wait. <laughs> All right, oh. real quick, we gotta do our weekend warrior and then we gotta wrap it up. Now Cavalry
0: John! Weekend Warriors. Do it. Do it.
1: So, I'll start. Yeah, you I'm going start. back-to-back champion for me, Russell Wilson. Wow. Mr. Unlimited. I, I, I think, I, I safe to say, I could probably pick him every week. I'm just so <laughs> – my biggest but, thing is he's on yeah, my fantasy team, and he's, he's just so impressive, man. He's impressing the shit out of me. Three fifteen, five five touchdowns, 27 of 40, no turnovers. I mean, I don't know, man. He's He's the best quarterback in the league right now, and it's hard for me to – Pick against him one each week. Nick, by the way, in fantasy, he has scored more than the week before. 31, 33, 36.8. Hmm. Yeah, Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Patrick, would you like me to go next? Yeah, you go. Cause All right.
0: At per, at per usual, I have about
2: four. Oh, I love it. You love it. You need
1: one,
0: Patrick. Uh, I'm, going with,
2: one. I'm going with Philip Rivers. What? The yeah. fuck? Come on. This man. Joined the six hundred touchdown club, sixth touchdown to uh, sixth quarterback to do it. Six hundred,
1: he does not have six hundred touchdowns. Oh, 400.
2: He's 400. 400. Okay, the sixth say, sixth Jesus quarterback Christ. to do it. Sixth six, and four to is.
1: Gotta get so mad. He's
2: joins <laughs> Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, and Dan Marino. He also uh, passed the sixty thousand yard mark in All the same of them have game. in
1: the Super Bowl, but he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying
2: but passing those two it really it, it always brings up the question two questions really one is Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback and is he better than Eli Manning because they always get compared but that's what I'm going just, with my weekend I think Warrior. I just
1: told you that he's not because he has no Super Bowls but
2: I mean it's, it's like if this was a quarterback in the 80s I mean Dan Marino never won one
1: I mean, dude, Terry Bradshaw has four Super Bowls, and I think he has the same amount of picks as he does touchdowns. Playing quarterback was different in the 70s and 80s than it is now.
2: Yeah, but when you look at stat wise, I mean, Dan Marino is on that list of uh, quarterbacks with 400 plus touchdown passes, and now Phillip Rivers is in the same company. And Dan Marino's obviously in the Hall of Fame.
1: I mean, I I could say he's a very interesting question, but I can't believe he's your weekend warrior. I mean, he only threw for 217 and a touchdown. Against a terrible Jets
0: team. Yeah, because of the accomplishment, I guess.
1: The accomplishments.
0: Okay. I don't know. You could have gone uh, Josh Allen in terms of accomplishment. Did you see the the collection of I was trying to be nice quarterback to season? What? I was trying to be nice to Philip. You don't have to be nice to Philip. He seems like he's got a good life. He's I like, like what, the eight? accomplishments. I like. Want, to I like nice to the him. accomplishments. It hey, was he got like nine kids. He Seems like he's he's doing all right. Yeah, he's Doing fine. He's gonna be, he's <laughs> gonna be a he's gonna be a high school coach when he retires at the end of this year, next year, or like three years from now. It Doesn't matter. High school coach. <laughs> he is. You didn't see that. He's gonna yeah. coach all of his kids. He's gonna make his own team. Right. I think he's gonna play long enough till the kids. I mean, I'm sure he's got some daughters too. But till the to the the, the sons are in, in high school and then he's gonna coach them. She's gonna do. Oh, so at like to
2: Three spe- Rivers. Three
0: yeah.
1: Riverses in, yeah, exactly. in
0: the NFL. Yes, three Riverses. Three reverses. Speaking of coaching, shout out to Deion Sanders, by the way, for the staff that he might have at Jackson State next year. Oh, my God. Warren Sapp, T.O., as a wide receiver coach. It's going to be unbelievable. All right, anyway, my weekend warrior. I, I could have gone Josh Allen just based on the comeback and the amount of passing yards he has over the first three games, but not doing him. Could have gone Alvin Kamara because they were down weapons uh, 13 catches, just great performance, but it was in a losing effort, so not doing him. My weekend warrior actually just changed it right before we started recording, so this is actually someone who did not play over the weekend and has not played for quite some time. Did you guys see what Joe Montana did over the weekend? No, Joe he, Montana. Oh yeah, Joe Montana, the Hall of Famer. I did himself. not. He and his wife. Oh, they blocked a the kid confronted a home intruder who attempted to kidnap their nine-month-old grandchild. What? Oh, my God. Like, madness. Shocked, this wasn't
2: a bigger story.
0: I'm happy you pointed it out. Right. They apparently had, like, a a fight and tussle as the guy, like, tried to literally take the kid and, like, leave. Unbelievable. It was in Malibu, which is, like, a great location. I'm I'm shocked that there was uh, an intruder trying to kidnap a, a child. Just crazy stuff. But, yeah. Good job by Joe and his wife. Oh yeah, I can I got to shout out his wife too. By the way, it's not just Joe uh, blocking or whatever, defending the the intruder and the potential kidnapper. So yeah, weekend warrior Joe Montana. How about it? Huh? I love it. Love the pick. Uh, Hall of Famer, uh, both on, on the field and then a Hall of Famer human too. Unbelievable. He still got it. Obviously, still got it.
2: It's crazy too because I only got one alert regarding this story, and it wasn't even from like ESPN or Bleacher Report, you know, the main people who are sending the sports alerts. I got it from the Score app, but very shocking. When I read that story, I was like, "How is this not being covered more?" I'm very interested in in things like that. I mentioned on this show, about maybe a month or two ago, there was that WWE. Uh, stalker guy, yeah, was stalking the WWE diva and tried to kidnap her, and she ended up defending herself because mm. she's a <laughs> MMA fighter. Yep, <laughs> but like, what is like? How? Are the, I want these stories to be covered more. That's like, I you said that this is, yeah, they're sports adjacent. Well,
0: this but, is Joe Montana. I mean, exactly, you, you, it's Joe friggin' Montana. <laughs> Notre Dame, unbelievable. Guy. Notary, yeah, big note. Oh, shout
1: out, by the way, Bears quarterback Nick Foles will start Sunday versus Indy announced
0: today. And that's it. Mitch Trubisky is done.
1: Uh, and uh, yeah. the show is done for today. The show too. is done. Wow, what a what what a transition. That? What a transition. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mitch Trubisky's what? career ends as our show ends. Perfect. Yeah. Mitch our career careers ends. aren't ending, though. Our,
2: our, our, show show will, our show will last longer than Mitch Trubisky's career, though. Ooh.
0: I hope so. Ooh, that's rude. <laughs> that is quite rude mitch is gonna be a long-standing backup i feel i mean blake bortles just got signed so mitch has he's he's got he's got value
2: remember when people thought blake bortles was good
0: i still think he's good
1: oh quick little shout out to me um (laughs) i uh the other day i ordered chipotle to my house and Mm. um uh they forgot like half the stuff i forgot my chips gave me salsa and guac but no chips so I emailed them, or I just said like someone contact me. I just said like missing stuff in bag. You know what I mean? That's all I said. What kind I just of psychos wanted, do that? I just wanted my money back for the chips. And uh, what's hilarious is uh, they gave me three free entrees as a uh, as a sorry. I was pretty pumped.
2: I think I should just complain just for shits and gigs then.
1: No, Nick, don't be a douche. You don't want three free meals at Chipotle? You already get enough free stuff as it is. Come on. <laughs> That was a good one.
0: That's <laughs> that's great.
1: That
0: was uh, a good. One. I liked it a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm watching a video right now on Twitter of like a dinosaur. I don't even know what this thing is. I'm gonna a send dinosaur. Send this to you guys. All right, what
0: that's a good time.
2: way
1: this to end it. Is, yeah. Yeah. Send send it. Nick, watching the, dinosaur I'm, I'm videos. I'm lost right now on Twitter. I'm lost.
0: Please send us that. We'll we'll watch it and report back.
1: All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you Thursday. Uh, we'll have hopefully by that show the Yankees will have wrapped it up. Um, Send us help. Yeah, send me goddamn help. See
0: ya. Peace. Yeah.
2: Stay safe. Wear your mask.
0: For the latest updates on the show, follow us on Twitter at sendhelp underscore the pod. You can listen to us live every week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search sendhelp semicolon the podcast. That's sendhelp semicolon, you know, the thing with two dots, the podcast.